Hello, this is Taboo Winslow Morris, sole owner and founder of Triumphant Athletic Agency, author and podcaster. Let's play ball and win. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Confronting Galalith, a genuine discussion with and for genuine folk. Our genuine discussion today is on the new U.S. sport entitled Pickleball. I mean, come on, guys. What's Pickleball? Our guest today is, we have the personal trainer, Lynn Colborn. We have Laura and Pat. And we're at Copper, Copper, Copper Mine Racket and Fitness in Pikesville. I want to welcome these ladies to Confronting Galalith, my podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I have a few articles that I want to read off to you guys that I pulled off the USA Pickleball, Pickleball website. And it talks about the history of the game. So I'm going to just um, read off some of this stuff. And then we're going to talk about Pickleball, in which I just played. And let me tell you guys, I had a blast. I really did. Pickleball, Pickleball was discovered in 1965 by... Mr. Representative Joe Perchard? Joe Pritchard. Pritchard, thank you. I thought I would get some help with saying his name. And he was the congressman in Washington State. And his success, the other person that helped him find this organization or start the organization is called Bill Bell. He was a businessman. And they had a home in Bridge, Bridge, Brainbridge Island, with Washington, near Seattle, to find their families, to find their families sitting around with nothing to do. The property had an old badminton court, and they looked for some badminton equipment and could not find a full set of rackets. They Im- improvised and started playing with a ping pong, ping pong paddles, and a perforated plastic ball. At the f- at the first, they placed the net at the badminton height of 60 inches and volleyball over the net. As the weekend progressed, the players found that the ball bounced well on the asphalt surface, and soon the net was lowered to 36 inches. The following weekend, they introduced the game to to Barney, and soon the three men created roles relying heavily on badminton. They kept in mind the original purpose, which was to provide a game that the whole family could play. In 1967, the first permanent pickleball court was constructed in the backyard of Joel, friends of neighbor, of, and neighbor. In 1972, a corporation was formed to protect the creation of the new sport. In 1975, the National Observer published an article about pickleball, followed by a 1976 article in Tennis Magazine, America's newest racket sport. In 1976, during the summer of 1976, the first known pickleball tournament, tournament in the world was held in South, South Center Athletic Club in Washington. In 1978, the book, the other racket sports was published and included information about pickleball. 1982, pickleball pioneer Sed Williams began playing and organizing tr- tournaments in Washington State. 
1984, the United States Amateur Pickleball Association was organized to perpetrate, pepper, perpetrate the growth and advancement of pickleball on a national level. The first rule book was published in March 1984. Guys, this is, this is like um, before I graduated high school. I'm telling my age. 1990, pickleball was being played in all 50 states. Now, I just played with these nice ladies. They ripped my tail, by the way. Um, however, I had fun. I enjoyed myself. And I wasn't overexhausted. I didn't fall over my feet, which I was a little scared of, because I'm not that athletic. I can, I can hit a mean golf ball, but you know, I was a little scared walking running around that pickleball court. But I did it, and it was, it was fun. So Len, Please, can you tell my listeners how you became a trainer teaching pickleball and how long have you been at Coppermine? Yes, thanks for having us. And it was great playing with you. You did super. Um, she was almost professional. I think she's going to be ready for that senior tour probably by next week. <laughs> um, all right, I got started in pickleball over 30 years ago because I'm a retired phys ed teacher and I learned about it because it was in our curriculum. I used to teach in Baltimore County Public Schools and I couldn't understand why it wasn't more popular. So I got started by teaching my students and then I started to teach my faculty and we used to play on Fridays and then do the happy hour afterwards because it's such a social sport. Um, that's one of the reasons why people love it so much is because it's not only a great sport, but it is just so social and you meet so many wonderful people. Um, and then after you know, teaching my faculty, I played on USTA teams. I tried to you know, teach you know, the tennis players and some of them wanted to play, others thought it would mess up their game, but now everyone's playing. Um, so just through the years, I just started teaching people one by one. And then when I retired from teaching school a couple years ago and came to Coppermine, uh, Coppermine opened their doors to pickleball and allowed me to teach classes. and. Um, we have things called open plays, we have leagues and tournaments, and it is just gun busters in here. We just can't get enough court time. Uh, people are just pounding down the doors to play. There's just not enough places around Baltimore County, around the country to play, because everybody wants in. It is just the, the best thing going. It's the hottest game around, and that's why they call it the fastest growing sport in the country. Well, I can tell you, I learned about it by my podiatrist. And we're gonna get back to that because I want Linda and Pat to share why, what made them come into the sport. So, if you want me to start, I'll <laughs> tell you. Let me go back to when you said pickleball, right? Right. So the reason it took me years to play pickleball is because I thought the name sounded so goofy. And what the heck kind of game is pickleball? <laughs> Literally, that's why I didn't play. So for three years, friends urged me to join them. So I finally said, let me give this a try. The biggest reason I started the lessons is I'm a tennis player, and if you've ever tried to get three friends together to play a sport with you, between children and their careers, it was very hard to organize a time that worked for everybody. So with pickleball, the greatest thing for me is I can show up with my racket, I can show up alone, and I have 10 to 20 to 30 people there to play with me. Very good, wow. Why did I start? I retired. So, um, I had a couple of friends that mentioned it to me, and um, I 
said, no, I play tennis, I don't think so. And then I found out that Lynn was having uh, lessons, taking lessons. So I came and signed up for lessons and I just loved it. And since I started, I haven't picked up a tennis racket again. Wow. And I just love it. And like Laura said, um, it's, very, it's very social and you just show up and play with whoever's here and everybody is so, so friendly. Doesn't matter what level you play at, there's always somebody for you to play with. And I just love it. Well, I enjoyed playing with you ladies today. I can tell you that much. <coughs> okay. Who do you think this sport is more suited for and why? All right, the sport is suited for everyone. From young to old, we have you know, eight-year-olds all the way up to nine-year-olds playing because we can have three generations on the court at one time because the court is smaller than a tennis court. It's 20 feet wide, 44 feet long. So if you play doubles, you're really responsible for only half of the court, so to speak. So there's not as much movement maybe as tennis, even though the game is played at the professional level and does get very, very fast. But it's a sport that's easy to learn, hard to master, and anyone can play. People that have never played a sport before, um, people that just want to come out and just have some fun, meet some other people. But it's so nice when you have families out there playing, um, neighborhoods, chalk off, you know, pickleball courts in their driveway in their courts, and it just changes people's lives. And I hear that every day, that it changes people's lives. It's not about the sport, but it's about the people you meet and how much fun it is. It's the fellowship. Yes. And we need more of that. Yes. Healthy fellowship. Yes. So I concur with Lynn. So I have a large family, and we have family reunions, and we go on vacations together. And unlike tennis, where you really have to know how to play to get out there and have a game, anybody can pick it up and pick it up quickly, and everybody can have fun, and any skill level can participate. So you can walk out, and I learned quickly that the person I thought, well, they're much older than me, and I'm in better shape, they'll whoop you. It doesn't have anything to do with your ability to play pickleball. Thank you. And some of the rules there make it for everyone. Like in pickleball, you have an underhand serve, which is much easier than an overhead serve, like in tennis. There are certain rules called the double bounce rules and a rule where you have to stay out of the kitchen when you hit a volley. So again, it's not the most powerful person on the court or the person that's the fastest that's always gonna win. Sometimes it's the more patient person, the person that has the best strategy, um, but it's not about the strongest person on the court winning. Thank you. And it's grown, it's grown that much that there's leagues everywhere now. There's pickleball camps, in fact, I attended a pickleball camp in uh, November and it was instruction for two and a half days. It was really intense but it was a lot of fun and I didn't know, I knew three people that went and there was like 40 people and I knew everybody by the time I left. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you ladies. How does pickleball help those with health issues such as diabetes or have problems with their feet or with, um, with balance, memory, is it anything that, you know, pickleball does to help those individuals? Uh, yeah, pickleball is known for so many reasons to help people. Um, a lot of studies are out there about Parkinson's, about how much it improves people with Parkinson's. Of course, it's, it can be an aerobic workout, so it's good for your heart. Um, anything with diabetes, with exercise, of course, you know, is good. Um, 
some of our older people that need, not older people, anyone with their eye-hand coordination and their balance. And again, the more you go out and exercise and do anything, all of those things improve. Thank you. Thank you. Then, can you tell my listeners how they can contact you if if they would like to um, take some lessons or learn more? Yeah, there are a lot of different places around the county that are offering pickleball. Um, I teach at Baltimore, or sorry, uh, Coppermine Racket and Fitness in Pikesville. I also teach at a club down the street called Woodhome Country Club. And we offer different classes for beginners. We offer skills and drills classes. We have individual lessons. Um, group lessons and again back to the open plays like Laura was talking about once you learn how to play you can just call Copperline Racket and Fitness and you sign up for things called open play which is where you just show up sometimes we have our open plays that have close to 50 people um, there and then we have Saturday night socials where we have up to 80 people we just had a nice fundraiser last weekend and again we raised a lot of money for a great cause so we have a lot of different fundraisers that go on but they can call Coppermine Racket and Fitness and you know ask about the beginner lessons to get started. Now I, I, I'm interested to know what's the difference between the, the court of a tennis court and a court of a pickleball court because there were all these lines out there on that court and I was a little confused. So why, why? what's the difference? Explain that. Well, what's so nice about pickleball is that we can utilize one tennis court and make four pickleball courts on that court. So here at Copper Mine, we have a couple of our tennis courts that have our pickleball lines on there. So we can get 16 people playing on a tennis court so we can utilize that space a little bit better than just having two or four people playing tennis. Um, there are, we have blended lines on our courts here at Coppermine because we share the court with tennis players. But at other clubs, there are permanent pickleball courts, which is nice because we don't have to share the lines with anybody else. Uh, but pickleball, again, is you know, 57 years old, so we're still a pretty new sport, and I know our county is really working hard to put more pickleball courts around the area. Um, eventually, we're going to have permanent pickleball courts, and they just opened up their first permanent pickleball courts at Catonsville Elementary School. They resurfaced the courts, and they have uh, five permanent pickleball courts there with lights. We have other venues in the county, like a county home in Cockeysville, where there are lights on those courts and there are eight pickleball courts there, but they are sharing the courts with tennis people. So they got that blended thing yes. going on. But you know, we have <laughs> you get, to get you you, get used to yeah. it. It's sort of like tennis players have to get used to the pickleball lines there, just like we have to get used to the lines being there. And I always refer back to our gyms when we were in school when you were in phys ed class, that you know, when you were in the gym, you had volleyball, basketball, you had all kinds of lines on there, and we survived our phys ed classes sharing lines, just like we need to do right now with tennis players and pickleball players. Okay. I want you ladies to share one experience that you've had since you've been playing pickleball that is rememberable, very important and rememberable, something that is rememberable that makes you just either boo-hoo or laugh out loud. <laughs> Every time. 
I'll start. Immediately comes to mind, and I shared this with Lynn, my, my instructor, this afternoon. I've met so many wonderful people playing uh, pickleball here at Coppermine. And I went out to dinner every weekend with my husband, and as I walked up to the front door of the restaurant, out came one of the gentlemen I've met here at Coppermine playing tennis with his wife, and it was just so nice to see a face, a new friend. Then I went in the restaurant, and here was another friend that I met. Now that has nothing to do maybe with playing the game, but for me, it also extended into making new friends, That's which was really something I didn't anticipate when I signed up for pickleball. Well, but it was the icing on the top. Well, you know what? After COVID, we all need to make some friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you were, we were cooped up in our houses for two years, basically, and COVID, you know, changed our lives. I mean, so we've lost friends, and we've had friends move on. So, I mean, friends, is that's an important thing. Well, Taboo, the woman that I'm sitting with here, Pat, is a new friend from Pickleball, and we now communicate outside of the Pickleball court. Yeah. Very good. Would you, do you have well, a story um, you'd like to share? After my husband and I ret retired, we spent six months in Florida, and I started to learn with Lynn here, and I went to Florida and I'm like, I don't have anybody to play with. And I was still playing a little bit of tennis. So my husband and I were playing tennis one day and there was a lady there that was giving some instruction for pickleball. My husband went over and said to her, do you give lessons? And she said, no, you just come show up and you know, we'll play. I never held a tennis racket again. I went and met her like every other day I would go and meet her. I met so many friends and friends that we go out to dinner with in Florida now. Just like Laura said, it's just like a whole new family for me. Opens up your world, it doesn't does. it? It really in does. In more ways than people yeah. would have expected. Yeah. Very good. Would you like to share a story? I, I could go on and on and on. Um, <laughs> but I'm a competitive pickleball player too. And because they have pickleball for all people. Again, beginners can go into tournaments. You can have you know professional tournaments which are popping up every weekend all over the country, all over the world. Um, and we have you know, Hall of Fame for pickleball now, we have US Open, we have Nationals. Uh, but you know, I'm in this crossroads in life where do I compete or do I teach? And I love the teaching because I see what a difference, or like when I taught school, what a difference it makes in people's lives. And you know, I can't remember if we mentioned this or not, but I get so many people that are empty nesters that are widowers, like you were saying, people coming out from the pandemic wanting to meet new people. And it's not me, I do think it is a gift from above that I've been given, but I can't tell you, there's probably not a day that goes by, I do not get an email from somebody saying that pickleball has changed their lives because they've met so many people. We have people meeting friends, we have people meeting companions. Um, I love the game because I play a lot with my twin sister. So it's something that we get to play in tournaments. We enjoy doing that traveling and doing that together. Um, but again, I think the best compliment that someone's given me with pickleball is that I go into some communities that have pickleball. They have tennis courts in their communities, private communities, and I will either chalk off or they will paint the pickleball courts on top of their tennis courts. But this one community off of Charlesbrook, the whole community just said, 
what a difference, you know, a person coming in teaching pickleball that they now know everybody in their community, that they go and do happy hours together, they go on vacations together, they check on each other, and that's the pickleball community. It's a community like other communities, like, you know, you can be, you know, in a choir, you can be in a church organization, but, you know, pickleball people, you know, when we're in open play, we don't know who's rich, who's poor, you know, their politics, their religion, everyone's there just having a great time. And if somebody's not there, people call and they will check up on you. If someone comes and, you know, they have to leave early, people call and say, oh, you okay? I saw that you left early. So people really get to know each other and get to know each other very, very well. This is awesome. Um, I'm in awe <laughs> because I never even heard of pickleball until I was told about it in my at my podiatrist's office. And when he said pickleball, I looked at him like he had horns or something. I was like, what is wrong with this man talking about some pickleball? <laughs> so I went home and Googled it. And um, I was like, okay, this is interesting. So when is it going to get into the Olympics? Do we need to, you know, send something to the Olympics? Yeah, they're really trying hard. They are really pushing it. There's a lot of criteria to get a sport into the Olympics. And I think it's that you have to have 70 countries that play pickleball and have a governing body. Hmm. And I think we're either really close or we might have even hit that number here. But we do have... Um, International Federation for Pickleball and they are working hard to do that um, but you know again pickleball is really about these communities these local communities and yes there's professionals and it will be in the Olympics one day but pickleball is really about you know these neighbors of yours getting them out there exercising having a good time well I can tell you where I live I live at Towson Town um, Towson Town Place Apartments whatever it is it's Towson Town apartments and um, we have a old tennis court and no one is out there playing on it no one and I'm sitting here thinking to myself I wonder if the management would consider changing it to a pickleball court you should talk to them because then it would be filled all the time I'm thinking about that they they've done a lot of renovations in the buildings um, they've made it pet friendly um, we have a pet spa and everything on the property. And I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder, I mean, a lot of people don't go into the pool sometimes and they don't go into the gym, the fitness center, but they might just go on to a pickleball court if they changed it. It's sitting there taking up space. Yeah, so that's what I did with my community, that we had two tennis courts and I just went to our board and I asked them to paint lines for pickleball. So there are tennis players that still play there, but there are more pickleball players, definitely, and it raises the value of your homes. And um, going into a lot of these private communities that have tennis courts, some of them have taken away their tennis courts or taken away one or two of them and put permanent pickleball courts. And people are now moving into different developments because of pickleball. Well, I might have to just send management an email and see what they I'm say. That's a great idea, Tampa. We'll come over and play with you then. Hmm. <laughs> that might be a good idea. Thank you for agreeing to come on and teaching me today because I've learned a new sport. Yay! I've actually learned a new sport and met some nice ladies. Um, and I will come back to open play. I really would like to get my siblings. I'm the youngest. 
And I would love to have a game where all of my siblings could play. My closest sister to me is eight years older than me. And my oldest sibling, I believe, has me by at least 15 years. And this is a game that we could all play together and laugh and crack up and talk about how poorly we were or how bad somebody did. Or maybe how awesome you were. And how awesome (laughs) you were. Yes, how awesome. Because I'm going to get good, y'all. My my pickleball is going to be just as just as good, if not better, than my golf swing. So I'm going there. I'm going to have to get there. I don't think I'm going to compete professionally, but I do. I would like to play the game and be a good sport and know how to do it well. Yeah. And you can do it for many, many years. As you get older, you can still keep playing. You know, tennis people retire from tennis because it's too hard. It's too hard on your knees, and this is not. That is something I do want you to talk about. What, what all do you need to play? And, and there, is there rules of the, the dimension on a pickleball court that we can like pull offline and I can send it to the management team? Absolutely. Uh, and you can go on USAPA.com, United States Pickleball Association, um, on their website. And that's where Taboo got the history of pickleball and they have the rules there they have on their places to play all around the country. So if you just put in the area that you're looking to go play, uh, you can find different places all around. And also around the world, to be honest with you, there is a place, a tab there, that will show you how to actually line your pickleball court. So really all you need is measuring tape and chalk and if you're playing over top of a tennis net, that's all you would need. Plus, you need your paddles. We don't call them rackets, but we call them paddles. And how, how much do these paddles weigh? Uh, paddles weigh anywhere from seven ounces up to eight ounces. So they're very lightweight. So the one I play with is 7.6 ounces, which again is much lighter than a tennis racket, so it's easier on our shoulders and elbows. So a little bit easier as we get a little bit older. And how much the weight of the, the pickleball? I mean, because it's plastic. I, I was expecting a golf ball or or like a tennis ball or something like that. It's a wiffle ball. It's a wiffle ball. Just, a wiffle just ball. sort of like the wiffle ball and baseball wiffle ball, but they are different balls. You need to have a pickleball to play pickleball. And an indoor and an outdoor. Yeah, there's indoor and outdoor. So if you're playing outdoor, you want to make sure that you get outdoor balls. And you, know, you can go to many of these sports stores and pick up starter sets. And if you don't have a tennis net, you can buy a pickleball net. So, you know, again, the dimensions of a pickleball court is 20 feet wide. A pickleball net is 22 feet wide. And a good pickleball net might cost you $150. A starter paddle can cost you anywhere for maybe, oh, you can get some really cheap ones out there, but I wouldn't recommend buying a real cheap one. Definitely don't buy a wooden one, but you can go and get a $50 or $70 paddle and a couple of balls, and then you're set. Then you can play. You just need to network, find some friends, teach some friends, and have some fun. Wow. Well, I thank you ladies for joining my podcast today because I've learned so much, and this was actually fun. Thank you, Lynn, for coming onto my podcast, and Pat, Laura, Laura, and Pat, thank you. Listeners, become a listener supporter. Tune in the next time.
to listen to my genuine discussion with and for genuine folk. Let's play ball and win. This is Taboo Winslow Morris, sole owner and founder of Triumphant Athletic Agency, author and podcaster. You have an awesome day. And don't forget, you can play pickleball tonight. Yeah, you just get your racket, your paddles, and get your balls, and go out on the court, and look up the rules. You can play pickleball. If I can play pickleball and learn it in about 20 minutes, you can play pickleball. Listeners, did y'all hear that? You can play pickleball. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll see y'all on the pickleball court.